Hey, I'm Rebecca Nanjago. Welcome to the Connectivity Podcast. We may not realize it, but we are always looking for connection, genuine human connection. This show will help you feel connected to yourself and to others through deep, meaningful conversations about life and what makes all of us human. So grab some tea, cozy up, and get ready to feel inspired, challenged, and connected. This is the Connectivity Podcast. Happy, happy holidays! December is winding down and we need to celebrate because 2020 has been rough. And if we've made it this far, it matters. So, today's episode is about goal setting. This is the obvious thing because the year is ending. And that means we are pulling out our plans. We're pulling out our papers, pens, books, whatever. And we are planning for 2021. Before we get into it, though, I would like to read a review from one Dimples Yuji. And she goes on to say, just the thing I needed. Rebecca always shares a lot of authenticity. I look forward to each episode knowing that I will get to listen to someone who has something deep to share, something that resonates with me at a certain degree. Thanks for this space, Rebecca. Oh, thanks, Dimples, for listening in, subscribing, and leaving a review. Well, if that's something you haven't done, please do just like Dimples did. It really helps me know that you guys are enjoying Uh, listening to this podcast and that it helps you because it's not easy for me to know who is listening and who is not also we did not get to celebrate okay a few weeks ago maybe a week ago we made it to 2000 downloads this is so huge for us guys it's so huge that means more people are listening in so i really want to thank each one of you who has subscribed each one of you who has shared an episode that resonated with you to a friend each one of you that has left a review that's the only way we have got here so let us push to 5000 downloads before the end of the first quarter i believe we can do this All right, let's get into it. So I'm not even going to bother explaining what goal setting is, okay? Because this is something that we all know instinctively what it means. However, there are things that I want to discuss, okay? Usually, even though you hire people at your workplace to come and help you set goals, or if you have a mentor, or if you listen to a TED Talk, Usually, people will ask, what does success look like for you? That is something that you will hear. However, many people know what success looks like for them, okay? And that's the easiest part. You see, people can say, I want to lose weight. I want to be a best-selling author. I want to make more money. You know, we know kind of instinctively the goals that we want to achieve. We, however, need to start asking a much different question. Rather than considering what kind of success we want, we should ask, what kind of pain do I want? Okay? Because achieving anything is a process. Okay? Knowing what we want to achieve is the easy part. 
you know you probably want to lose weight. Maybe you want to get to 60 kilograms and maybe you're 70, okay? That you know. However, it's a process that you need to go through to achieve and usually it's a painful one. So instead of saying, what does success look like for me? And that would be, in this example, maybe a healthy body that's 60 kilograms and it's strong. You should ask yourself, what kind of pain do I want instead? And so this would be that you're ready for your muscles to hurt. You're ready to work out even on Sundays, okay? And even though you're not ready, that you are willing to undergo this kind of pain in order to achieve the 60 kilograms that you want at the end of a specific period of time. It's very easy to sit around and think of what we could do and what we'd like to do, but it's an entirely different thing to accept the trade-offs that come with our goals, okay? It's like everybody wants a gold medal, but few people want to train just like an Olympian does. So this is the kind of question that I want you to have at the back of your mind if you're ever setting a goal that you want to achieve. Okay, so I have a few pointers on how to set goals. Number one, eliminate your goals very ruthlessly. There is this concept that psychologists have and it is called goal competition. So basically, this means you have two to more goals that you're trying to achieve at the same time. Your goals are competing with each other for your time and attention. When you turn the banner up on one, you have to turn the banner down on the others. One of my intentions is to focus on one goal at a time. Like I can have so many things to do, so many different projects to do, and that's okay. But the problem is trying to focus on all of them at the same time. That's just not practical. So if you're just like me and you have so many things that you are doing or you find yourself usually caught up with a bunch of competing goals, this is our advice, okay? So let's focus on one goal at a time so that our energy and time is not competing with each other. What we need is not bigger goals or uh, smaller to-do lists. What we need is better focus. We need to choose one thing and ruthlessly eliminate everything else. I was reading an article by Seth Godwin and he says, I quote, you do not need more time. You just need to decide. And these are words that I will carry with me for of 2021. My second pointer is stack your goals. Okay. I don't know if you have heard of the concept of habit stacking, but basically explain it is as simple as it sounds. It is stacking a bunch of habits together. What makes this unique is you're stacking habits that you already have and then introducing a new one. Research has shown that if you habit stack, you're two times or three times more likely to stick to your goals. So let me just give you an example of what this means. So say you want to meditate. You'd say, after I take tea in the morning, I will meditate for one minute. So meditating is something you want to do. Tea is something you take every morning. So you're getting 
one habit that you already have and introducing another. Of course, it's better to make all these things smart, have smart goals, okay? Don't say you're going to meditate for 30 minutes if you've never meditated before. You're just setting up yourself to fail. So start with a minute, start with five minutes and then progress from there. Another thing can be maybe you're trying to be more grateful in life. You're trying to instill the gratitude habit in your life. So you can say before I eat dinner, I will just say one thing I'm grateful for that day. So you know you're going to eat dinner every day. You know you're eating it at the end of your day. So just before you eat, you'll say, you know what? After my prayer, if you pray or before I touch my fork, I am going to say one thing that I'm grateful for. With no time, that will become two things, three things. And before you know it, even at a restaurant, you will find yourself whispering these gratitude phrases. My other hack is that you should set goals that are scarier, that are harder, okay, for you to achieve. So if you have read the 10x rule, then you know what I'm talking about. If you are not, if you haven't, this is a book that you should put on your 2021 list because it's a book that will get you to see things much differently. It will get you to elevate your goals, elevate how you do everything in your life, okay? So anyway, let's get into it. So usually when we set goals, we're trying to focus on the lower bound, okay? Or the minimum threshold that we want to hit. So say I want to lose 5 kilograms this month. Okay. Or I want to make 10 sales calls today. Okay. So we write that down. What happens usually is then we'll end up achieving half of that. Or even like lower. Like maybe not even half. Like three quarters of that. However, if you set a goal and you say, I want to lose 10 kilograms this month, then you may end up actually losing the five that you intended. If you say that I want to make more than 20 sales calls today, then maybe you'll end up making 10 or even 15. Bigger goals and scarier goals require more from us. Okay, so they get us to do more. And that means we usually achieve what we thought would achieve, but even a little bit more. So do not get into this thing of, you know, uh, really be honest with yourself, Rebecca. Will you achieve that? Because once you start thinking like that, you're already underselling yourself because what is going to happen in reality, and we both know this, is if you achieve three kilograms in that month, you might say, yeah, but I did okay. I did okay. It's not very bad. That's, you know, that's fair. But if you set out to achieve 10, then at least you'll land somewhere between five, which you ordinarily wanted to lose, or maybe like eight. You never know. All right. How... However, the 10x rule by Grant Cardone actually says that you need to 10x your goals, okay? So if you want, say, to lose 5 kilograms in one month, then the goal should be 5 times 10. So say 50 kilograms, okay, in one month. And that will give you the push. You will 
talk different, walk different, manage your time different because you have a goal that is just that is just sitting in your mind and you're looking for all ways to make sure you accomplish it. Now, I'm going to give you some questions to ask yourself as you are setting long-term goals. Most of these questions will get you to think bigger picture and I believe this is the best way to think when setting goals because then you can easily break them down to things you can do uh, yearly, weekly, monthly, daily, etc. All right, so grab your pen and paper. This is the time of writing. Question number one. What do you want to do? I want you to write down things, several things that you want to do in the long term. What are your long-term goals? What do you want to do? Okay. The second question is, what do you want to be? Again, think long-term and write down several possible answers that come to you right now. What do you want to be? Question number three is, what do you want to see? Question number four is, what do you want to have? And question number five is, where do you want to go? Once you've written down all your answers to these questions, I want you to divide them in four categories. Break down these goals in 10 years, five years, three years, and one year. Let me just give you an example. Like one of my goals and uh, what do I want to do is help women deal with emotional pain. I hope to achieve this in three years. Okay. So what do you have as a goal and when do you think you'll be able to accomplish this goal? Is it in 10 years? Is it in five years? Is it in three years? Is it in one year? You know, do that for each of the goals that you've written down. When you're done with that, I want you to ask yourself, what is really important? So out of the five questions that I've given you, pick three or maximum four goals that you believe are really important that you must, you must execute. Okay. After doing this, ask yourself why these three goals that you've put up for each category are important. What's your why for these goals? Why are these goals of importance to you? Write that down. It should be clear to you to see what you actually really want your life to add up to. However, motivation doesn't always last. Things don't always go according to plan. And that's why I want you to ask yourself the final question. And this question is, with whom would you want to enjoy these things that you are planning on achieving? This is very, very important because sometimes, actually most times, we it's easier for us to do things for other people than just for ourselves, okay? I was reading a study sometime about a war. I forget the war, but it was a long war. And um, the soldiers were stuck by the ocean. 
because their ship capsized. People are living on water, floating for three days. So to keep alive, other soldiers try to keep other people alive who are trying to give up by just telling them about the people who are depending on them to remain alive. Okay? So say maybe, remember your kids at home, your family, your girlfriend, they would want to see you go back. Please do not give up. Okay? And if the person had none of those things, the soldiers would even ask them, to think about the people in the future. Imagine the love of your life that you haven't met. She'll completely be lost forever because you have chosen to give up right now. So keep fighting. Imagine your kids. Wouldn't you want to know what your kids would look like in the future? So wouldn't you want to know which one will be just like you and which one will be like the mom? So do not give up, okay? Imagine all the soldiers that are going to benefit from this story right now of your survival and are going to remember it when they're in that battlefield. So do not give up. I'm only telling you these things because it's important for you to understand the capacity in which with whom you want, you want to share the fruits of these goals once achieved is important. So as human beings we usually want to do things that are bigger than ourselves and so i want you to write down with whom you want to share the fruits of accomplishing these goals with all right now moving forward i want you to see if you have a lot of 10-year goals then probably you are a procrastinator okay and if you have a lot of three years or one year then maybe you're not thinking a lot big picture you're thinking small so maybe you need to course correct that and see how you can expand your mind but if you have a good balance between 10 years five years three years one year if you have like a nice balance you see it's a nice mix then you have hit the sport okay so now I have some advice for procrastinators. I want to address serial procrastinators, okay? I'm a recovering procrastinator and I know exactly how that can be. And so as we are setting goals, I just felt that I needed to address people that procrastinate. I have two hacks for serial procrastinators that I am going to share just now. The first thing is break it down, okay? Usually for procrastinators, we think in the big picture. Like we think long term and then the task seems so huge for us to accomplish. And then we give up or we keep just pushing it to a time when we sleep better and then have enough energy and then nobody calls us in the morning and disorganizes our day and this time actually never comes okay we think and wish for a great time to actually start on the task and the time never comes so break it down what do i mean by this if someone asked me rebecca can you write a book this year I'll be like, um, no, first of all, I can't. Writing a book, I've never written a book. I'll have to first research. Then 
uh, I've heard writing a book is not easy. What if the same person asks me, Rebecca, can you write a chapter in a month? I'll be like, mm, I don't know. A chapter is so big. What? A month? I can't. Time? I have so many things to do. Whatever. If the same person asks me, Rebecca, can you write a page today? I'll probably be like, yeah. I can. And how about, can you write 20 lines today? I'll be like, yeah. I can. But now, if they tell me that, can you? Can you write 20 lines today every day? I'll probably be like, I can't promise every day, but I can write today. So my point is, for procrastinators, what we need to do is focus on today. Like yesterday has gone, don't even think about tomorrow. Just break it down and say, what is the bare minimum that I can do today? So maybe it's writing 20 lines. Write those 20 lines. Tomorrow, forget that you wrote lines. Don't even pat yourself on the back and be like, you know what? Yesterday I did it. Today is chill time. Do not do that. Think about today as a fresh day. Don't think about tomorrow because it's not yet here. Yesterday is past and it does not matter really. So think about today and ask yourself, can I write 20 sentences today? and ask yourself this question every day without looking back and without looking ahead. I found that this mindset has helped me do the things that I've been procrastinating a lot, especially the last two months. Okay, the second hack is write it down. This is something that I started doing last week and oh my God, on one day I achieved so much, I was just like, now what do I do? I was able to do work for like three days in a day because I did this. So what do I mean by write it down? Have a cadere or even have a papers, okay? And from the time you wake up, write the time. So say you woke up at 6.30, write it. And then set 30 minutes alarms from that time on. So in 30 minutes, the alarm will go up and then it will be 7 a.m. Write down what you have done between 6.30 and 7. Then do the same thing between 7 and 7.30. And like that for the rest of the day. It's going to be very clear for you why you're spending so much of your time. I want you to do this to see exactly where and how you're spending your time. It may make you very uncomfortable to know that you've spent... Four hours of your day scrolling on your phone, sometimes even nonstop. And just before you know it, even that very day, you will make fast changes quickly to reduce your screen time. You will treat each minute like it matters because actually it does. This is something that I want you to try out if you are struggling with procrastinating. Just keep a time journal and even though you've been doing nonsense, just commit to write that down. Every after 30 minutes, write it down. I believe these two ways are the best ways because they continue to help me in breaking the habit of procrastination. So 
That is all from me today, my friends. Thank you very, very much for listening to this episode. As always, I hope that this episode has given you a great grip on uh, how to think about goal setting in general and how to structure it in your own lives. Please do reach out to me on Instagram as usual and let me know which things stood out for you. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. All right, love and light and connect soon. Bye. Many thanks to you for finishing yet another episode of the Connectivity Podcast. If you haven't yet, make sure to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. That way you'll never miss an episode. I want to hear from you. What were your key takeaways? Head on over to my Instagram or Facebook at Connectivity Podcast to continue the conversation. This is Rebecca signing off. Connect soon. Mm-hmm.